0: welcome back to the suraj podcast in the previous episode we heard how guru hargobind his group of warriors six and many villagers traveled about four kilometers outside of amritsar where they set up camp for the day there They had a divan session, a court session there, and many Sikhs stayed over there at the camp. They slept there overnight to bid Guru Hargobind farewell the next morning. So that's where we pick up now in chapter 52, where Guru Hargobind wakes up in the early morning. He bathes, he gets dressed, he adorns fine clothing, weapons on his body, getting ready now for the travel down south to Delhi. So in that early morning, the battle drums were sounding off to announce the mobilization of the army uh, for the travel and at that time baba buddha ji Pai gurdas and the other senior masons the community leaders they all came close to the guru and clapped their hands together saluting guru Hargobind. <coughs> they all sat near uh, the guru when guru Hargobind then addressed baba buddha ji and pai gurdas saying oh baba buddha and pai gurdas you are very wise you should stay here in the Guru's house in Amritsar and perform the seva, the selfless service, at Sahib, where you should forever worship the true Guru. Just like before, you know, when the Sikh congregation would come to you and you would take care of the customs, do the same now. Take care of the communal kitchen. Make sure all aspects of the Guru's house is running well. I'll leave many warriors uh, there in Amritsar who will be assigned to you, who will listen to your command Always keep my mother happy, Mata Ganga, and always tell her good news from our end. Always listen to whatever she says, but also be prepared for any eventuality. In this way, Guru Harguman assigned all the duties of Amritsar to Baba Buddha Ji and Pai Gurdas, and then he desired to mount his horse to make the trip down south. The cherisher of the meek, Guru Harguman, then looked compassionately upon all the six. And villagers from Amritsar that had come and spent the night there. Giving them bliss by his graceful glance, Guru Harguman then mounted up. He called over Vizir Khan and they got ready to travel now to Dili. Ahead of them, the battle drums were sounding off as they traveled. There were singers in front of them as well, singing the praise and glory of Guru Harguman. As they traveled along the path, whoever heard this praise, whether man or woman, they immediately brought an offering for the guru and bowed down and placed that offering in front of the guru guru hargman would look at them with their graceful glance and then travel forward to wherever they would set up camp for the night at that camp villagers around that camp they would come and get the guru's darshan his divine sight whatever desire they had come with they had it fulfilled by the guru again in the next morning The Guru would get up early morning and then they would set off again with their warriors. Along the way they would hunt using falcons, goshock hawks, other varieties of hawks as well, and the Guru would liberate these animals in the forest who had such great fortune to be killed by Guru Hargobind. Guru Hargobind and the warriors would enjoy countless delights along the way, having a grand time while traveling. Vizir Khan also had a group of warriors with him and they would be traveling alongside the guru. Uh, Vizir Khan was trying his best to please the Guru in countless ways, telling him stories about the Emperor to impress the Guru. Every day they would go into the forest and hunt, and Vizir Khan would take up any action that would please Guru Hargobind. Sitting close to the Guru, uh, he would speak very sweetly and with great respect to the Guru. People from all over would come to see Guru Hargobind along their path to Delhi. And the Guru would see that these people, these villagers who live along the path, they were coming with such great faith and love in their heart. All the Turks that were there with Vizir Khan, they saw how popular Guru hargobind was amongst the villagers, amongst um, the, just the population. And they also had a great love for the Guru grow in their heart seeing this. In this way, many days went by, slowly traveling along towards Delhi. Over in Amritsar now, Baba Buddhaji, Pai Gurdas, the other community leaders as well, the Musans, they had returned after bidding uh, Guru Hargubin farewell. They met with Mata Ganga Ji. They all approached her as if uh, she was their mother. Mata Ganga was always remembering her son, and the separation was very painful for her. She was very quiet, she was sitting alone. She was thinking about what happened to her husband, Guru, Harg- Guru Dev Ji how no one was able to find out what happened there in Lahore, how Jahangir didn't even find out. That enemy Chandu had become very powerful, performing all sorts of deceit and corruption, and now, in the same way, he was slandering Guru Hargobind, like he did with Guru Arjun, which resulted in the Emperor asking for Guru Hargobind to provide an audience um, to in Delhi. So, Mata Ganga was thinking about all of this, sitting there, In sadness, Baba Buddha then clasped his hands together and said, "Oh Mata Ganga, why are you sad about this? Your son is the all-powerful divine, Prabhu. He is going there to do the right thing. He has created the entire world and is capable of destroying it. With his power, he can orchestrate great deeds. Don't think of him like the previous gurus. Guru Ajan. he understood that it was his time to go, and he put over the head of Chandu a great sin. He went to heaven without any anger at all. But now Guru Hargoban will get revenge for his father by meeting with the emperor and destroying the enemy Chandu. Do not have any worry in your mind, Mata Ganga. You'll meet your son when they come back from Delhi and you'll be so happy when they come back. Not only that, you'll even get to see your grandchildren in your life and you'll experience great bliss from that. So understand my words to be true. Hold them dear in your heart. In this way, Baba Buddha Ji explained and comforted Mata Ganga and that made Mata Ganga feel uh, greatly at peace there. Every day, Mata Ganga Ji would remember Guru Nanak and offer Prashad, uh, distributing it amongst the congregation widely. She would take care of all the duties while thousands of Sikhs would come on the regular to Haramanda Sahib to worship the Divine and where they would receive whatever they desired. And in this way, the daily duties of Amritsar would all occur under the permission of Mata Gangaji. And at that time, Guruji was now approaching the city of Panipat, where they were thinking uh, about entering Dili. Guru Hargavan then asked Wazir Khan, you know, Where do you think it would be best to set up camp in Dili? A place where we could handle all our meetings and duties in great peace. Where we could spend an extended period of time where all the warriors can have a place for themselves, with their horses, and where the congregation can also come with a great love and have open space. Where should we reside? Guru Hargobind said this, Vizir Khan heard it, and then he clasped his hands together and he said, Guru Hargobind, everyone knows, you reside within the heart of those who remember you. You reside within the congregation where the virtues of the Divine are sung. that's where you reside where the saints remember the divine as indestructible, you reside along them. In the city of Amritsar, you always are residing in Sahib. Those saints who remain forever pure, Satoguri, in those lovers, you forever remain in their heart. Those who accept the will of the Creator, who understand the body is transient, and who have forsaken all vice, who have the strongest of determination in their heart, that is where you reside. You reside where the Shabbat is the light, the Sikhs and their Seva is the bed, and the remembrance of the Divine is the pleasing fragrance in the air. Where devotional love, Prema Bhakti, is the gentle wind. That is the scene, that is the environment where you reside. But also, there's a village called Majnutilla. Looking at this beautiful village, you'll see that it's extremely beautiful. And many people have told me that the exalted Guru Nanak had visited this area as well. There you can camp out in great peace, but we should go check it out first. And if it is to your liking, then we should all dismount there. And if not, we can look for another place. So in saying this, Vizir Khan then headed towards the direction to show Guru Harguman and the six this spot. They traveled along the very exalted, very beautiful Yamuna River, looking at its clear, glorious waves looking at the beautiful river bliss arose in everyone's heart they found an elevated position in that area and seeing how beautiful the spot was guru hargoban then decided to dismount and then everybody set up their camp the tent for guru hargoban was extremely beautiful it had silk rope to hold it up the warriors pulled it back and set up the tent nicely the tent was artistically embroidered with images on the inside of the tent Guru Hargobind had warriors all around him on all sides and sent them to uh, set up their own tents as well. They all lined up their horses so that Guru Harguman could look at all the horses at once. Then Guru Hargobind called Vizir Khan close and said, you should go to your house, but when you have the chance, you should go tell Jahangir about our travel down. Saying this, Guru Harguman then gave Vizir Khan very expensive sropa. Guru Hargobind spoke very sweetly to him and Guru Hargobind also gave a Sropa to uh, Kinchpeg as well who was traveling along with them and both of them held the Sropa and placed it as a sign of respect on their head they stood in front of the Guru and bowed down before Vazir Khan then sa- said sweetly Guru Hargobind we are forever your slaves everything that we have has come from your blessings and then getting permission from the Guru the two left uh, to go to their house while singing praise uh, of the pure Guru Hargobind. They got to their house where they washed their hands and feet. They put on very clean clothes and then both of them went to the fort to meet with Jahangir. And that's where chapter 52 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear a discussion between Vizir Khan and the Emperor Jahangir as well as a philosophical discussion about the nature of reality between Guru Hargobind and a local holy man, in so that's where we'll pick up next time but as always we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the manla patreon page <laughs>